Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor for 21 years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. And I I feel like we talk about like the weather and the seasons and what we do in our lives all the time to start the show. Right. But we have to talk about the weather again, right? That's amazing. It's I love it. I mean it's we people were predicting that this was gonna be one of the coldest and worst and snowiest winters. And it hasn't happened well, yet. People apparently don't know anything. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, at least when it comes to weather, it's always unpredictable. Yeah, well, I, I love it. Well, it's funny. Last week, um, uh, we went. I was in Massanutten with my family, and I got up there a little bit later than they'd all been there. So they were skiing on Monday, and when I got up there, then it just got kind of like in the fifties, right. and yeah. They didn't ski the rest of the time we were there. It was a great time with my family, but it was the weather was just beautiful. Yeah. And even when they did ski um, last Monday, they were all taking coats and sweatshirts and stuff off because it yep. was just too warm. And of course, the day that we leave, we're leaving and it's snowing on us. No, of course. Yeah. And I had plans to go skiing on Monday as well, um, up to Whitetail. Mm-hmm. And friends of mine had been a day or two before and they said it's just it's not great and then of course it was a holiday on monday oh definitely so then i'm like i'm not gonna fight the crowds wait for a different day let it finally get colder and snow and then we'll go skiing so something uh, i did find out about massanut which i thought was really neat is that on mondays they have discounts for night skiing and i think that if not a portion of their proceeds but maybe all their proceeds actually goes to a different charity each monday so i I thought that was kind of neat so and it even counted for the holiday and there's also a point where there are certain ski resorts that would give discounts when it had snowed and there was a school day off Oh, true. I remember that. That was something to look out for, too. So anyway, I don't know why we're talking about weather and skiing. It's just winter, and it kind of falls into play. January. Yeah, January. (laughs) Well, what else happens in January? It's kind of a dead season for real estate. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a dead season for local businesses, right? Right. Retailers, restaurants, you know, try to do things to stir up the pot to try to get people out there. And um, we have some people coming on the show that are excited to talk about how to stir the pot for businesses in town because they are the experts on that, right? right. I mean, I I didn't I don't know enough of what goes on behind the scenes in city and county government workers, right? They have all these different departments, all these different divisions, mm-hmm. people that help basically keep the whole town afloat, right? Right, keep and keep companies coming, um, you know, income coming into the counties, and the it's it's just a it was really a fact. It's it's just. Fascinating. It's fascinating. So mm-hmm. we, as as a goal for this year, we're going to continue to have more city and county workers on our shows. So that way, we can actually keep you guys informed of what goes on behind the scenes, right? In in the communities that you live in. Yep, I will be learning. Megan, you'll be learning yep. as we talk as well. Every right? time. Every time. <laughs> so we had an amazing conversation with the executive director Patrick Barker of Frederick County's Economic Development Authority, mm-hmm. and also Wendy May, who's the marketing manager for the authority, and they were able to just unpack some really cool things of what they do, but then they'll set the stage for. How can you get through this cold, wintry season and support our local community? Mm-hmm. So, little uh, teaser about what they're going to share coming up here. So, here's our chat with Patrick and Mendy. 
Well, here we are with Patrick and Wendy from the Economic Development Board. How are you guys? Good. Doing great. Thank you so much for being here because we are excited to learn about what you guys do and the benefits to the community and all those fun things. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about yourselves because we got to know who you are. So who you are, you know, how you ended up here in yeah. the area. And Patrick, I'll start with you. Sure. Uh, I came to the area in 1999. Uh-huh. So I came from the Baltimore area. So at the time, I came in as the assistant director for then the Winchester Frederick County Economic Development Commission uh-huh. under then Jim Wilmot, who was a director. Um, when I came first here, it was just kind of going to be a stopping stopping point. Right. So everybody says uh, that. Sure, <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, for a lot of reasons, uh, you know, uh, a couple of years went by and uh, everything he kind of evolved to the point. You know, June retired, and I was given the opportunity to pursue the director's job. And fast forward and twenty four yeah. some odd years, and wow, here I am. Wow. So a lot of experience under your belt. Mm-hmm. Seen seen a lot of curves. Seen a lot. Uh, seen a lot of evolutions. Uh, it's just it, you know I tell people uh, the area, not being a native, I can say this: the area just has a way of just getting you know with you. It's yeah. the people. It's the passion. It's the place. Yep. Uh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful place to have the honor to serve mm-hmm. um, and hopefully leave in a better place than it, than it was when he got here. Yeah. Um, and I, I've just been really blessed with great staff and great boards and great vision uh, as we've evolved this whole process from um, making a community stronger economically. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I agree with you and you, you can pat yourself on the back, but I'll do it for you. I mean, yeah, the, the town and the area has definitely changed for the best. I mean, since mm-hmm. you said 99, I moved in 2000. So same time frame. There was a lot of things that were going on that we could see behind the scenes that caused us to want to stay, you know? And I, I hate to admit, but like when we first moved to town, I had to drive to Martinsburg for a few different things here and there, you know? <laughs> whether it be a good movie theater or whether it be my, my Outback Steakhouse and all the different things have come in, I remember you know, that. Yeah. since then. And so <laughs> instead of going out to West Virginia, we could stay local and that's, that's helpful. So that's my little plug for you. So Wendy, how about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I was actually born here. Oh, um, townie. So I've been here since 1980. <laughs> 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 um, went to Sherando, um, stayed local and went to Shenandoah University for undergrad Cool. and stayed there through grad school um, and started working at the EDA shortly thereafter. Um, so I've been in county government for just under 20 years now. Wow. And, and just a little plug for you, weren't you just inducted into the Sharando Athletic Hall of Fame? I was. Recently? That was fun. Yeah, last year. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What yeah. sport? Uh, basketball, volleyball, and softball. Multi. Three sports. Yeah, and then awesome. I played locally at Shenandoah University, too. Cool. Yeah. So you definitely have a pulse on the town, then. I love the area. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. seen it change and grow. Um, for me, like, we travel a lot, and I just love this area. It's beautiful here. Um, just mm-hmm. the way people keep things up and like the agricultural beauty of the area and the amount of recreation that we have here yeah. yeah, is what I really enjoy. Yeah. Awesome. Well, give us a little bit of a rundown for those that have no clue what an economic development authority is. Uh, give us the nutshell sure. as best you can. Uh, 30 <laughs> seconds or less. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, again, uh, economic development authorities vary from where you are in the state of Virginia. Um, so what I'm going to tell you is just what's you have in your backyard here in Frederick County. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to the city of Winchester, it's going to be slightly different. Go to Shandoah County, it's going to be slightly different as well. But for here, uh, the Frederick County Economic Development Com- uh, Authority, we have really kind of one main goal, 
and that's to create you know economic development for the Frederick County, the citizens, um, making sure our first and foremost goal is making sure our existing companies stay and grow here. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, is being strategic in how we're bringing in new companies, mm-hmm. making sure that we're trying to bring in companies that are going to move us forward. Mm-hmm. I tell people we, we look at new businesses like the way you look at your retirement portfolio. Is that we're trying to find sectors that are going to be, you know, going to grow for the long haul. Hmm. Uh, we're, we're, you know, we're not after that short-term fizz. You know, we want things that are going to work for the community now, and those going forward. And then, obviously, to tie that all together, the big thing we do a lot is with workforce and talent. Um, that's become the synonymous uh, kind of key aspect of economic development over the last several years. Um, you know, it's always been whoever can get to the top of the mountain related to talent is most likely going to bring in success hmm. you know, for the long haul. So that's kind of the really short term aspect. So first and foremost is business retention expansion. Mm-hmm. Secondly, it's traction of new companies and then the talent, the quality of life, all that stuff kind of ties sure. them all mm-hmm. together. Sure. I'm fascinated by the first part, you know, the retention, but also expansion. Retention I can get, you know, you, you can pursue the companies who are here. What goes on behind the scenes to seek other businesses to say, hey, come to our area? And then what do you tell them of why our area is so good? I mean, we all know why it's cool, but like, what do you, who do you contact at these businesses and how do you pursue them? What does that look like? Are you referring to the business expansion or are new ones in the overall? New expansion and new ones well, overall. Well, the expansions are, I mean, they're treated no differently like any other operations existing customer base. Okay. So, you know, you're trying to keep the sales mm-hmm. of which you've gotten from those companies over the last, you know, 12 months. Mm-hmm. But then you're also trying to, to get more mm-hmm. money out of them. Mm-hmm. And again, for us... Um, we have uh, a, a big push in that retention side. Uh, Shayla in our office, she is the, the principal contact point of, point of contact for our existing companies, generally in the manufacturing and large business sectors. Those are kind of our those are the basic kind of employment segments that we work on. And the big thrust is just staying in two way dialogue mm. with mm-hmm. them. You know, we want to make sure that if they are having any kind of fire drill or having mm-hmm. issues, that we know about it. You know, fairly in short order, so we can work to make sure that. You know, we get that taken care of and, you know, whether it's just passing a permit to connecting them with a workforce resource, whatever. Uh, so that's really big that we make sure that we just in steady dialogue mm-hmm. with that. So. There's some government buildings that have come into our area over the last several years. Right. You know, so pick pick one, pick pick an example and kind of what, what went on behind the scenes and the dialogue before they... You know, yeah, I wouldn't you know if I, I wouldn't come. say that uh, the government ones maybe are probably the ones that you want to want to work on. Okay, what about like Navy Federal? Give us instance, a better one because that yeah. was you know they came in with what I, don't, I remember it was just like four or five hundred employees and now they're they in the started thousands. with sixty employees okay. in two thousand and six mm-hmm. and they've expanded three times. They took over the existing facility, they built building two, then they built building three in the parking garage. Um, so they've expanded up to I think over twenty five hundred employees now. Yeah, and they keep growing. Yeah, and a lot of that was simply just you know their you know the reason why they came into the market first and foremost was that the BB&T had just kind of closed its kind of check processing center that is the building one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, right. In that complex, mm-hmm. so they bought it um, with all intentions of just being kind of a disaster recovery. You know, a critical operations mm-hmm. um, spot. Uh, they were leasing facilities up, I think, in Pennsylvania, in the Philadelphia area of some sort. Um, they bought that, and then you know the, 
like that they've had over the last several years. They had a massive growth that they were going through. Um, so they decided, you know, to move out some operations that they were having kind of, uh, they were kind of uh, capped out mm-hmm. in their headquarters in Northern, Northern Virginia. Um, to Wendy's point, they, they brought out the small crew and they said, we're just going to stay kind of small. This is, this is works. We still want to have that. And they uh, had an outstanding um, reception from an employment standpoint, hmm. uh, and growth continued. Uh, they decided to, you know, let's keep investing in Frederick County. You know, we, the, the county governments and, and the partners that we have, gave them the attention and the resources that they needed to fuel their growth. Um, and then, you know, again, more growth came for them, and they decided, you know, let's, you know, keep keep going here. And, you know, what's, you know, again, it's it's. It, it, there's a sign out the top of my office that says economic development's not rocket science. You know, it, it, it's really just listening to, <laughs> sure. to, to the companies. And sure. for a lot of them, it's just listening to them. I mean, one trivial matter that would seem trivial but was huge for them uh, was when it snows. They're a 24-7, mm. 365 operation. Mm. And, you know, they were kind of low on the totem pole when it came to VDOT coming around and clearing snow. Mm. So we worked with our county officials and our transportation officials and... We got them moved up, hmm. and that was a big deal. Yeah. So, and, and also, and, and Winnie knows her just as well as I. It also helps having a real passionate partner mm-hmm. in there. And um, she just retired, and, um, but you know, Susan Brooks. Um, she retired. Uh, yeah. She just retired. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, th- that kind of energy and commitment to a community, um, and being in the in the power role that she was, she was an advocate mm. for that. So, and there's lots of advocates. There's lots of Susan Brooks's all throughout the manufacturing plants, you know, and, and you know, and other corporate offices in Frederick County. And we're blessed by that. Mm. But I think a lot of that is why they're an advocate is because, you know, not, not just Wendy and I, but other folks that have engaged them in the community have been, been great. You know, they're willing to listen to willing to partner, um, and do all the things that you know just people want to want to hear hmm. so I mean when you know, what, what, what would you add to that uh, I would say when you talked about Susan um, one of the things that she advocated for with the changes over Navy Federal over the years was they started you know as a call center and they've now brought out different business units where pe- there's a lot of vertical opportunity mm-hmm. for career paths um, and that's been a big change and it helps to have that kind of advocate in there yeah I mean it's huge I mean again mm-hmm. you know we can we can sell all the aspects of how wonderful Frederick County Winchester is, but, you know, but it's the decision makers that make that mm-hmm. kind of final say where things go. And, and she, and like others were very strong that they, you know, they want to, they wanted the expansion. I think one thing that gets left out, you know, that when these, whether it's Navy Federal, HB Hood or Kraft Heinz, they're all competing for, for most times for the expansion, mm-hmm. you know, when mm-hmm. they decide to grow, it's within a division mm. and it's who in that division can provide the most compelling argument why it should. Mm. Sure. There's some aspects inside the County and such, but you need that passionate leader that believes in the community that believes that it can deliver what it needs mm. to as far as employment mm-hmm. base and all the other critical assets they need to operate. Uh, and those are big. And I think that's, you know, part with, I think the EDA is thrust to be is be that partner, mm. you know, be that one that's going to listen 
um, hear the concerns, hear the needs, and do our best to address them. Be an advocate for them for to to expand sure. and mm-hmm. support them. With now, that. are they yeah. uh, are there any new businesses that uh, that we don't quite know about that um are you know are coming soon <laughs> that we might be excited about? Yeah, or, give us the dirt that you can tell us. <laughs> oh, if only the walls could talk. Oh, so. I'm sure. Is, yeah. is there a Trader Joe's on that list? Somewhere? Oh, I hear that all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet yeah, you do. Yeah, I, it's. <laughs> Um, we just briefed our, our EDA board on the grocery store attraction side mm-hmm. of it. And uh, I mean, the, the good side is there's, there's still, you know, still the ones that are looking at the market. Um, there's, you know, several that have uh, recently kind of engaged in a two-way conversation. A lot of them in the past has just been, you know, polite uh, emails and voicemails on a continued mm-hmm. basis. And mm-hmm. every once in a while, you'll get a reply back and... Every once in a while after that, you'll actually get someone that'll call you. So, uh, I mean, again, we tell people these grocery stores, uh, it's a whole different dynamic, a whole different site selection process than what you've, you know, we see with office and industrial projects. And, you know, they, they have a lot of choices on hmm. where to put these stores and decisions are made 18, 24 months in advance, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, these take a while. Uh, I tell people to, 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 to simmer in that crock pot. You know, and, uh, <laughs> it's not uh, an instant pot. Yeah, it, not usually, not usually. So, but I think again, I think the the important thing to people is that we, you know, we've gotten the attention mm-hmm. of several, you know, several stores, and some of them already had attention. We just kind of brought it back on the circle for them. So now it's just the, it's a dance, and and you hope when the music stops that you know we still have a place at the table. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, and it's all about kind of the the slow growth. <laughs> you know, we've talked about that in our podcast and our past episodes of just kind of this continual gradual growth for the county for our region for our area that is attractive to businesses but also to their employees and to the citizens who live around here which that's to 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 us that's that's really the heartbeat of what we like to talk about here at iconic talk is just how valuable are the the location is and the town and what is provided Mm -hmm. and and it makes it for a and if the leaders of these organizations can see that, and then if the people who are calling you guys are, are saying that you guys are advocates for the town as well, which which I like, which yeah. is, it's helpful to know that, okay, there are these partnerships that are happening. There are these conversations going on behind the scenes to to further enhance our area. Yeah, and I'll tell you one a great example, again, I talked about it earlier about the talent situation. And we've got our, I kind of, I call it our cookbook on how to retain and, and mm. attract talent. Um, and one aspect that was, you know, connected but kind of on a separate path is what Winnie has really done really really superiorly with the uh, Ferdy County Eats program mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that has really brought again that's a great a great attraction you know retention side because I think a lot of you know we hear from a lot of people that there's just nothing to do yep you know it's, yep. it's called fun Chester for a reason and, well, you know, it used and to be it used it, that's so, and, we, and that's, right. that's one yes. we still we still battle that so yeah. Um, I think it's important, you know, the, the let Wendy here and, and the audience hear about that Frederick mm-hmm. County yeah. program and the potential really it served to kind of be an, another kind of vehicle for that talent attraction, talent retention. So give us a day in the life of Wendy May, you know, marketing manager. <laughs> well, right and, now it's lead us to that to that <laughs> eats program there. I'm curious to hear more about what Patrick's talking about, too. OK, so for me, as the marketing manager, I work on a few different things. All communication. Um, we do a lot uh, with our website, yesfrederickva.com, which is a great resource for the community, for citizens, mm-hmm. existing businesses, and then those new businesses that are looking at the area. There's all kinds of demographic information, uh, information about jobs, largest employers, things that people are looking at when they want to locate here mm-hmm. or move here. 
Um, so I encourage people to go to the website to see that. Um, last year, we launched the brand Fredco Eats, which is an effort of the EDA to cultivate and elevate the full scope of Frederick County's food economy. Mm-hmm. So it's, it launched with the inaugural restaurant week, but it's um, going to encompass agriculture, large-scale food manufacturing, mm-hmm. the wholesale dist- distribution mm-hmm. aspect. Um, when you look at advanced manufacturing in the county, um, food processing is the second largest component of that behind mm-hmm. plastics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we wanted to create a brand that encompasses Frederick County's food economy. Uh, so the second uh, Fredco Eats Restaurant Week will be January 30th through February 5th. So cool. it's coming up. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we have 17 businesses that are going to be participating. So they'll have special multi-course menus, meal deals, promotional discounts. It's a lot of fun. So if it goes on for a whole week, yes. You know, and if I'm listening, tell me where should I go? What do I need to look at? Like, and you say discounts. That's going to be a trigger button for me too. <laughs> so we give um, because the food economy is so diverse. It's the same with restaurants. We have a lot of different types of restaurants here, and we wanted all of them to be able to find a way to participate that's meaningful. So places like Paladin, um, mm-hmm. P2 Woolen Mill, uh, the new Curry Cuisine Indian restaurant, mm-hmm. um, we have several that will be offering special multi-course menus. Mm. So that will be advertised at fredcoeats.com. We'll have a digital menu guide. Uh, places like a Jordan Springs Market, Bam Bam's Barbecue, we have food trucks participating. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are doing meal deals. And then there are a handful that will just offer a straight promotional discount. It'll be their regular menu, and then you get a discount for restaurant week. Cool. So there's definitely a way for each of the restaurants to do what works for them. Yeah. I love the balance, too, because like what Patrick's talking about are these big businesses, big organizations. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Navy Federal and, and other, you know, HP Hood or, you know, you name it. But now we're talking local mom and pop shops essentially people who are you know week by week needing the income to keep things going i was one of those guys years ago you know megan owned the place we've talked about that as well you know so we know what we know the struggle (laughs) of of what it's like to kind of need that support and that Mm -hmm. drive especially in this time of year Mm -hmm. when it's slower it's winter people aren't getting out and about as much so the partnerships that you guys are bringing on to just bring the notoriety and the just the visibility to these entrepreneurs mm-hmm. is great. So how did they reach out to you? Did they we, come to you or we are you going to them? To them? Like, yeah. how did you kind of kick off this program? There was a lot of work behind the scenes. We were actually worked with our commissioner of revenues office to kind of uh, pull through all the different businesses that we had and mm-hmm. just did direct outreach, whether that was giving them a call, email, Facebook, Messenger, um, mm-hmm. going on site. Um, we have quite a few uh, Spanish-speaking uh, restaurants. We used our um, consultant through Small Business Development Center to coordinate efforts there. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, with Fred Co. Eats, um, on the agricultural piece, are doing a survey right now that uh, farms, any farm that is in business, that has, is selling crops and products for uh, business, uh, can complete the survey there. And that's another relationship-building tool. So there are so many farms that are within the county. Um, so same process getting a list. It's kind of like cold calling. Mm, Um, and just, yeah, going in for that initial relationship. And then as you build those, you can see other ways that you can help them. So even though we're reaching out to like a restaurant about restaurant week, that's not the only goal is to establish a a relationship with them. So they know whenever they have an issue, anything, 
they have somebody within the county that they can talk to and mm. we can facilitate that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. You guys are also on Facebook and Instagram. And yep. I do remember last year when you were doing it and you were going, you went everywhere, of course. And I post- carried that sign in my car everywhere. <laughs> Giant Franco Eats sign. <laughs> and constantly taking pictures and posting it. And you always post pictures of your food anyways when you go yeah. someplace different. But this was really cool to see the different things that are actually in our area and the different restaurants that we can go eat at. And honestly, it's like, you know, start, you know, you got your workout starting for the new year and then just take that week and enjoy it. Forgive yourself yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then start Absolutely. over because there are so many different great restaurants that are on here that uh, you can go eat at that week. Well, yeah. Okay. yeah, I mean, go ahead. I'll say one of the other things is um, when we first launched the restaurant week piece, uh, we had a few comments on Facebook that I've never heard of any of these restaurants. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that is exactly the point. Like, that's the mm-hmm. point that I wanted that feedback because mm-hmm. that's the whole point of the brand is to bring awareness of all the small businesses yep. that we have in the county. And the county um, business portfolio is primarily small business. I think it's, 85. it might be 98, it's over 95% sure. have less than 100 employees. Yeah. And it's over 80% that have less than 20. Hmm. And so any kind of like marketing support that we can provide for them is essential. Hmm. Was there anybody that was instrumental in coming up with this idea? And kind of bringing it, that's, I see a finger being pointed to Winnie. That's kind of my thought because I mean, we've been friends for a while now and I know from uh, just, I mean, you and your husband, James are constantly traveling and love trying new restaurants and new, new foods and new food, you know, different things. And so being able to bring that back home mm-hmm. for all of us here to be able to see that like Salangino's, I think it was two years ago or something you, during COVID maybe, I think you posted something. I'd never tried it. And I was like, Wendy went there. So I'm going to try this place out. The food looks great. So I think having that opportunity to see other people and especially the the images of the food that's there so um that was huge you got me trying restaurants i never awesome. would have thought of there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, all I about remember, the network mm-hmm. i remember when wendy came and pitched the concept to me you know and, and it, it was striking so it was a great way to one you know get kind of scratch that talent retention you mm-hmm. know make people aware of, of what's in their backyard that they probably mm-hmm. don't know about and then it's another great vehicle to find a way to, to bring together the whole food pyramid, you know, from the, ma- the food manufacturers that we have here to the great restaurants that we have to the agricultural base. Yeah. Uh, they all work in tandem. So it was a great way to, to kind of uh, bring all those three aspects that two of which we were really actively involved in. And this one was, you know, the restaurant side was a little bit unique. So it was a great way to marry everything. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's not just restaurant owners that you guys are partnering with. This mm-hmm. is just a really cool idea that's launching here in the mm-hmm. next couple of weeks. As we wrap up, and if I'm listening and kind of striking a chord to me, either I work at a big corporation or I am one of the small businesses in town, and then they're scratching their heads, I'm like, I've never really connected with Frederick County about that. What would you tell that person? How would you suggest they either reach out to you or what can you offer for them? So the the best way, if they're looking for a direct contact, all of our information is at yesfrederickva.com. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, when they go through there, it might give them some ideas of things that we could assist with. But anytime they want to reach out, they can call our main number at the EDA, um, come to us at yesfrederickva.com. And if it's something that we don't work on specifically, we work with a lot of partners in the community, hmm. Small Business Development Center, the Virginia Employment Commission, Virginia Career Works. There are a lot of different partners that we can facilitate a conversation. Hmm. Yeah, we really strive to make sure that, you know, when people call us, we don't refer them mm. someplace. We really try to, again, listen to what their needs are mm. and then try to direct them and make sure that, you know, before we point them in a direction or refer them to someone else or say, oh, just call, go call this person or go, go, you know, we have a strong idea of what they are and, and let the person mm-hmm. know who's going to be receiving the phone call that so-and-so is calling. 
because um, again, we've been on the other side of the coin. We know how uh, how uh, uh, discouraging it can get and frustrating it mm-hmm. can get. So again, our job at the EDA is, is to make it so the business can happen in a much more fluid, uh, much less confined operation. I think that's one of the things we've really uh, strive to be is good customer service. It's awesome. Yep. Love it. Well, you guys are leading the way here um, to make us a better, make it a better place around here. I love it. Businesses, development, just bringing people in, the retention, all the above. What you shared is fabulous. So I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And I think our listening audience does as well. And just it's fascinating to hear behind the scenes. What's Mm -hmm. going on back there in those closed doors that like we don't know about? There's any special tips that you can tell us of like who's coming? Let us know. We'll release it here on Iconic <laughs> right. Talk. It'll, it'll just deal between us, right? Exactly. <laughs> right here. Exactly. Well, I appreciate it. Patrick Barker, Wendy May, thanks so much for Thank being you. here. Well, that, once again, was fascinating. I love hearing from mm-hmm. them. And they're, they're so passionate about what they do. Right. I love it, you know? That, a lot of information, too, I think I, I definitely learned. And I think the... The, the thing that I'm really the most excited about is going to be the um, Fred Co. Eats, the kind of restaurant week that's going to be coming up. Mm-hmm. That's on, starts January 30th. Mm-hmm. So that's really neat. So you can go to their website, mm-hmm. too, because when you click on the Frederick County sites, Frederick County Economic Development Authority has their own little page called Fred Co. Eats that you can go to. When I click on um, fcva.us, then you'll be able to find that page, right? Right, that and also uh, yesfrederickva.com. Perfect. That's the authority's actual, their their homepage. That's the place to go. Yep, and it looks like we're going to have over 100 restaurants and eateries that are going to be part of the uh, dining experience so at the exciting. restaurant week, and you can you know, get all kinds of deals. So definitely check out that page. Click on Fred Co. Eats to see what's coming and start planning your... We're going to do it. We're going to have yeah. our icon team go out there, mm-hmm. and we'll do a little hashtag, hashtag Fred Co. Eats out there for everybody. And um, yeah, Share your stories, share your pictures. It'll be amazing. Yep. You know, talking about other just local businesses and, you know, we, we partner with tons, at least I do for real estate as mm-hmm. well. And I can't give shout outs to everybody, but one specific business that certainly has helped us out for our icon building and our move is Patterson Electric. And they have done an amazing job for us where Patterson Electrical um, came in and it's an old building, right? There's yes. a lot of things to do. Um, spruce it up if you look at my own um the the post that i did uh, about a week or two ago i showed a light fixture mm-hmm. kind of a broker tip i don't know if you saw that for icons page um and we found some amazing light fixtures from our interior designer ruth truman so give her a shout out mm-hmm. for what she does with interior design but then also sean patterson for his patterson electrical services of just getting the wiring straight in this building right. putting up these amazing light fixtures um, just doing some of a lot of behind the scenes stuff to get uh, just us up and running and allow us to have our icon um, real estate offices, but also our iconic talk location That's here. That's right. It's great. So, you know, you've you got to support local people, right? I, I definitely agree. Especially when they're in, I mean, some of these, they did a great job. Like the the one that's in here looks like lightsabers. Yeah, we call it the <laughs> lightsaber a, light. It it's is great, a really right? cool light. The lights are great in here. And- but just talking to Patrick and Wendy made us realize, okay, we do need to continue to support local businesses. So for all you listeners out there, mm-hmm. if you want us to support you, we'll give you shout outs all the time. That's you right. Know, we want to support local. We want to have you on the show. We want to have you explain what you do and how you do it and why you do it. And um, we want to support local. So. Right. That's the way to go. Well, talking about local, 
um, tell us what's coming up here in the next week or so. So we've got the Apple Blossom Casino and Cash Party. Um, that's coming up Saturday, January 21st at 5 p.m. at the Elks Lodge. Um, proceeds support recruitment awards and travel stipends for the marching bands uh -huh. and the different special units for our 2023 Apple Blossom Parade and for the hundredth festival that will be coming in 2027 well already starting to talk about the hundredth huh? that's so crazy already talking 100 about years it. of apple blossom yep yep well that's awesome um anything else actually that was it i mean Apparently, we're talking about fred co eats that's the right, big thing to talk the about big thing, yeah. right and then but yeah i guess it's it's always a little slow and i've been on i've been in two of the interest industries that you've mentioned i've been in the restaurant industry right and the real estate industry and right. i can 100 percent agree that january is slow it is slow <laughs> but you know what that's what it's it's kind of fun and special to have mm -hmm. it be slow as well but you know you kind of have vacations you can have like little winter breaks every now and then that's right it's kind of a little miniature summer vacation in the middle of the winter you that's, can just that call is a little right. dead time. kind of get a little bit of time to recharge because everything starts picking up yeah Got get back to the grind. Well, we are excited to, to share another insider next week with you for the city of Winchester, a community development director, Mike Ruddy. Mm -hmm. So we'll be excited to continue to just share some of these behind the scenes things happening around our community. So look out for that conversation next week. And, you know, we really hoped that you learned something today. You know, thanks for joining us in this episode of Iconic Talk. And we want to share more with you next week. So remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us, and we would love it if you take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Yep, and thanks so much to our editor extraordinaire, Sydney Natalia. Until next time, Iconic.